Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you haven't missed these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit four, anti-aging, all pushed together as one word. If you're listening to this in a podcast and you wish to catch us live, dial in to 712-775. 8972, and when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022 to join us live, and we would be thrilled to have you along with us. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you, in, welcoming you to the call. Our panel does these calls in support of your TR90 efforts. I came uh, into the TR90 program from the immediate predecessor, the R90, about 14 years ago. And while the R90 worked well for me, it didn't work nearly as well as I would have liked. As soon as they put the whole TR90 program together with the supplements, the exercise, and the nutrition, that I was able to lose 20 body inches in about six months. So if you're looking for a regular scales to give you the full picture, it won't because I didn't lose an ounce, but I lost inches. So with that being said, um, if you have a a scale that does muscle to body fat, that will give you a clearer picture. But do your measurements at least once a month. Take your photos at least once a month. And check to see how your clothes are fitting because those three things will give you um, a better idea if you don't have a, um, what what I call one of the fancy scales, bathroom scales. So that TR90 program when you're first starting out is your one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best. But if you're not able to, take them with your meals. I would say about 40% of the time I had to take them with my meals because I never knew when my breakfast, lunch, or dinner was going to be. And the life of a substitute teacher always, you have to be flexible, and so there we are. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you your macronutrients, which are your carbs, your proteins, your fats, and your sugars. <clears throat> your micronutrients, which are your vitamins and your minerals. And the last thing that um, fruits and vegetables give you is fiber. Fiber helps in two ways, one of which is with satiety or that feeling of fullness. The other way that fiber helps is for good digestive health. <coughs> And for that, guys need about 45 grams of fiber, and ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber. And I will tell you about two tablespoons of peanut butter will get you three grams of fiber in general. So just an FYI there. That was something I was noticing on the peanut butter jar yesterday. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. You can definitely do more than that. Do not do less. Um, it can be whatever exercise you want. It could be walking. It could be swimming, house cleaning, whatever gets you up and moving. It could be dancing, swimming. Whatever gets you excited and moving is the important part. And you can do it in one 30-minute chunk, two 15-minute chunks, or three 10-minute chunks, 
whatever suits your lifestyle. And if you're exercising heavily, well, you can lose up to a quart of body moisture in an hour, so they recommend hydration and your baseline for starting for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So say, for instance, you weigh 100 pounds. You need to start at 50 ounces of water daily. But if you're exercising heavily, then you need to be um, offsetting what you're losing through exercise or humidity, and that you'll need to increase it up from there. <clears throat> and the last thing that all of my studies have found is seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. Your body does many things while you're sleeping. It does system resets. It repairs muscles and tissues. It stores memories. Um, sets your brain up for making good decisions for the next two or three days. If you've got a sleep deficit, take a nap or two to get caught up, and you'll start feeling better. You'll start making better choices, and that goes right down to exercise. So, well, there we are. So today's information is coming from a book that's called Eat to Live by Joel Furman, MD, and I'm always looking for additional information that helps support that TR90 lifestyle, and he is a big proponent on eating lots of fruits and vegetables, which is really good. Um, and as I said, the closer you can get those fruits and vegetables to their raw or nearly raw state, the better off you are. And today we're talking about is there an increased risk of stroke from low-fat diets? There is considerable evidence that while animal fats are definitely associated with an increase in heart disease, more fat may offer protection against hemorrhagic stroke. Of course, recent investigations have shown the strong protective effects of fruits and vegetables, but some data suggests that fat, even animal fat, offers some protection to a smaller intracerebral vessels that cause hemorrhagic strokes. There are two main types of strokes, ischemic and hemorrhagic. Almost all heart attacks and the vast majority of strokes are associated with ischemia or the lack of blood flow from, from blood clots. The small percentage of strokes that are hemorrhagic, approximately 8%, result not from cholesterol-laden vessel leading to a clot, but from the rupture of a small artery in the brain and as, as a result of years and years of high blood pressure. Some of these small, fragile blood vessels in the brain possibly be, become more resistant to rupture when they are more diseased with fat. It is entirely possible that in certain cases, the same diet that leads to an abnormal clot formation causes 99% of the heart attacks and over 90% of the strokes may help the small intracerebral vessels resist the tendency to rupture from years of uncontrollable hypertension, which results from a high-salt diet. This is in no way a legitimate excuse to eat more animal products. It makes more sense to eat the helpful anti-heart attack diet and keep your blood pressure down by not consuming so much added salt. Uh, by the way, a lot of processed foods are very, very high in salt, so that the more you can get your fruits and vegetables closer to their original state, less salt you have, the better the diet is for you. Just a FYI. 
the data is so confusing because many of the studies group all of the strokes, types of strokes together, when they are in fact very different diseases from completely different causes. Considering ischemic or embolic strokes, the data from both human and rat studies illustrates the importance of adequate essential omega-3 fat intake, including an increased omega-3 to omega-6 ratio. These omega-3 fats are the same ones that protect against heart attacks, which are also of an ischemic nature. Keep in mind, saturated fat intake has consistently been associated with an increase in strokes in general, but most strokes are of the ischemic or embolic, yeah, embolic variety. Finally, there to make things even more confusing, some monument monounsaturated fat intake offers a degree of protection against strokes and does not have the cholesterol raising and other negative effects of saturated fat. The studies showing the nutritional value of monounsaturated fats lend support to the Mediterranean diet and those advocating a diet rich in olive oil. Obviously, some omega-6 fat is still essential and necessary for normal disease resistance. My view, and this is Dr. Furman speaking, is the thin, that thin individuals should consume more monounsaturated fats from wholesome high-fat vegetation such as avocados, raw nuts, and seeds. Heavier people because they are higher risk for heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, as well as the very limited occurrence of hemorrhagic stroke in the overweight should limit their intake of these fats. Since heavier people have more stored fat on their body, they do not benefit from a higher intake of dietary fat the same way that thin individuals do. As the overweight lose weight, they are already on a high-fat diet consuming their stored body fat. Let me remind you that the best fats are the monounsaturated fats and essential fat fats or the omega-3s and the omega-6s present in whole natural plant foods including avocados, raw nuts, and seeds. Studies continue to show that consumption of raw nuts protects against both heart attack and stroke without the risk of increasing heart disease and cancer as is the case in high consumption of animal origin fats. When the fats you consume are from whole foods rather than oil, you gain nature's protective package, a balance of vitamins, minerals, fibers, and phytonutrients. And uh, tomorrow I'll be jumping into nuts and seeds protect, protect against cardiovascular health. At the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. I was thrilled to have you along with us. Feel free to share any thoughts or comments you may have as soon as I take us off of mute. And if you're one of my quiet people that um, don't like to voice them, you can always send me a text to 503-502-4863. And let me know you're part of the TR90 group. And I will try to get some information back to you if you have some questions or comments. And I welcome them all. At the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, <coughs> excuse me, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be showing, 
sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. And with that, this is Susan Mann. Sign, yeah, you need to sign up. Welcome your comments. So there we have it, my friends, why it's important to get the right types of fats and not just fats in general. And some of us need to limit that intake of fat even if we're overweight. And it sounds like we don't have any thoughts or comments. I'm going to let everybody go. I'll see you back here again tomorrow. And this is Susan Nam for, let's see, I think it's January 11th, 2024, signing out. Have a great day.